If you've ever faced a daunting task, you know what it's like to do productive procrastination. I mean, so I've heard. I don't procrastinate. I don't even know the definition of the word. Nope. Mm -mm, not me. I've never known to scroll aimlessly through Facebook when there's a deadline looming or swiped right on my phone to read people or TMZ. Mm -mm, not me. Nope. No. But for those of you who do procrastinate, those of you who make lists and do laundry to avoid diving in, those of you who plan, perfect the document by defining your market, building your online presence, and promising yourself that once you're ready, your next project will be a success, only to never implement it. For those of you who participate in productive procrastination, this episode is for you. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. During the time it took me to get this episode ready to record, I made scrambled eggs and bacon for the non-vegetarians in my household. I did a load of laundry and made the bed, and then I took the puppy for a walk. But like I said, I have no idea what productive procrastination is. <laughs> Seriously, if I sat down and just got it done, it would take significantly less time. Right now, I'm working on three hours for a 15-minute episode. Lordy, but my house is clean. I believe it was Voltaire who said, perfection is the enemy of progress. I agree, though I don't always take my own advice. But it's the perfect quote when you're thinking about how to get big tasks such as planning complete so you can begin to execute. And because we focused on planning this month, let's talk about how to get yourself out of the procrastination cycle and actually accomplish something so by January, you're ready to roll. Before we go to that, though, let's talk about what productive procrastination is. I've given you some examples of how I've done it just while preparing this podcast episode. There are a lot of P's in that sentence. Whew. Whew. All right. <clears throat> it is, of course, the act of being busy while procrastinating on your most valuable tasks. Even though you worked a full day and you feel productive, you actually didn't accomplish anything. It might be because you had lots of meetings with only a few minutes to spare in between or because you have a huge task ahead of you, a new business plan, your annual communications plan, or if you run a business, your plan for the following year. That's a huge undertaking. And when you think about the task ahead of you, it's really easy to keep putting it off because you don't have big chunks of time to focus on it. Of course, when you keep yourself busy with lots of to-dos or you allow a meeting schedule to get in the way, you distract yourself from doing the work that's truly important. Many people fall into the trap of productive procrastination because it's quite hard to detect when you're engaged in it. It's almost as if productive procrastination sneaks up on you. Before you know it, you're working on tasks that really just distract you from what you should be doing. Sorry, I had to take a quick break to change the laundry. Not even joking. This episode is going to end up taking me five hours. When you procrastinate in the normal way, not the productive way, you almost always realize you're doing it. However, when you fall into the trap of productive procrastination, you hardly realize that you're doing it. That's because with productive procrastination, you keep yourself busy by tackling a lot of different things while they are typically of low value. But because you're busy and actually getting lots of things done, you feel very productive and good about yourself. That's why you don't realize that you're killing your productivity. 
Or maybe you realize it, but your brain is fried or you're tired or it's the end of the day or the end of the week or whatever reason we give ourselves. I mean, the reason you give yourself because it's what you do, because I, I don't procrastinate productively or otherwise, right? Because it's just you, just you. You're, you're the only one who procrastinates. As it turns out, when we feel like we're getting lots of things done, the dopamine in our systems is released. And that's why we feel so good about ourselves. If you get a lot done during the day, you feel good about yourself because the dopamine is coursing through your body. Even if it's not the right stuff, it was a lot of stuff. So yay us. Crazy, right? This is not to say you should never work on low or mid-value tasks. Rather, you should become mindful of how much time and energy it takes away from your most valuable tasks. And as we're right in the middle of planning season with time ticking away toward year's end, this is incredibly important to consider right now. Being busy and being productive are two entirely different things. I remember a few years ago, I was at dinner with my friend Jeannie Walters, you know, back when you could go to dinner with your friends in the olden days. And she said every morning she sits down at her desk and looks at the biggest project she must tackle for the day. Then she takes that project and breaks it into bite-sized chunks that allow her to get things done toward the big project in between meetings. So when she has 10 or 15 minutes in between meetings, instead of answering email or scrolling through social media when she gets off the phone or leaves a Zoom call, she does one of those bite-sized chunks in between meetings. Kind of brilliant, right? I've always thought that this is a brilliant way of doing things, and I've adopted the same process. It actually works. It allows you to tackle meaningful and worthwhile tasks, your priorities, in an efficient manner. On the flip side, though, when you're engaged in productive procrastination, you tend to work hard without first analyzing the value of the task that you're working on. It requires an immense, immense amount of discipline. I find I'm very good at saying to myself, okay, I'm going to chunk down this project into 10 and 15 minute bites so that I can do it in between meetings. I'm very good at that at the beginning of the week when I'm well rested and I've had time for my brain to think about my larger projects. By Thursday or Friday though, all bets are off. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through how to avoid falling into the trap of productive procrastination. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. 
And now back to the show. I'm back. Now let's talk about how to avoid falling into the trap of productive procrastination. This requires you to do two things. First, identify your most important activities. On a piece of paper, write down the most important goal for the day. On a separate piece of paper, write down the tasks you have to get done for the day, but that may not contribute to your goal. Once you identify the most important tasks, ask yourself which one to five tasks and activities lead to the most meaningful progress toward these goals. In other words, which tasks significantly move the needle for you, for your team, or for your business, for your clients? If you're on the corporate side, the agency side, it doesn't matter. This works. Those tasks are your most valuable, and that's where you should spend the majority of your time and effort. If you have more than five tasks a day that you think are highly important, you're going to have to take a few minutes to critically analyze them and figure out what truly needs to stay and what can go at least until tomorrow. I personally loved the lined post-it notepaper that's a little bit bigger than post-its, but it's not as big as legal sized or normal sized paper. So I buy those and I split the page in two every day. The top is for my most important activities and the bottom is for the stuff that has to get done, but it, it is busy work. For instance, I'm one of the judges for the Sabre Awards this year. There are 56, 56, five, six award entries I have to judge and it has to be done by December 15th. If I wait until December 14th, not only will it take me all day to do it, which I won't have time to do, but it'll be unfair to the award entries I judge last because I'll be exhausted by then. So at the top of my page, I'll write down that I need to judge three entries along with, you know, my business and client priorities. And then at the bottom of my page, I'll write down the content I need to review for a client, the spin sucks blog post that needs to get done and writing copy for a client's demand generation email. Stuff that still needs to get done, but not high value things that will go toward me accomplishing my goals. The second thing you need to do to avoid productive procrastination is to tackle your most important activities first thing in the day. Don't work on anything else before you finish your work on your most important activity. This way, you prevent yourself from falling into the trap of productive procrastination. Most people work on low to mid-value tasks first because it's usually easier and more appealing than working on high-value tasks. As the day progresses, more to-dos pile up and the most important tasks keep getting postponed until they eventually are put off to the tomorrow list. And we all know what happens then. I really, 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 really hate getting up at 5 a.m. to work, but if I don't, I find a few things. I'm not nearly as focused during the day if I don't get up that early. I spent most of my day on busy work if I don't get up that early, and I don't accomplish anything that I needed to accomplish. That 5 to 7 a.m. time every day is my most productive. If you're not a morning person and have more focus and discipline at night, try blocking a two-hour time where after everyone's gone to bed. That works too. The point is to get the most important tasks done when your brain is most productive. For me, unfortunately, that's 5 a.m., I'm also a big fan of rewarding myself for focusing my time and energy on the most important tasks. That might be to take a bike ride or walk the puppy, which I clearly did not abide by as I was working on this episode, or it could be to spend 30 minutes with my small child or watching an episode of Queen's Gambit, which is so freaking good. It's so good. If you've not watched it, highly recommend. Reward could also be to switch to low or mid-value tasks. If you're going to procrastinate, decide to procrastinate on the low-value tasks instead of on your most valuable tasks. This will accelerate your progress towards your goal like no other productivity hack out there. 
yay, I got this done. It didn't really take five hours, but it did take significantly longer than it should have. As we go into the Thanksgiving break here in the U.S., it's a great time to think about how you'll use these hacks to be most productive and stop all procrastination. For those of you not in the U.S., you get two extra days this week to be more productive than the rest of us. And don't forget, if you need someone to hold you accountable, there are thousands of us in the Spin Sucks community who are more than happy to hold your feet to the fire. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. May the odds be ever in your favor. And to my American friends, happy Thanksgiving. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 